0: Welcome to the Legends of Iron. I'm John Anderson. Meet my co-hosts, Nick Best and Akeem Williams. We're going to have some amazing guests on the show. Buckle up tight because we're going to be talking about the shit you're not supposed to be talking about. We're going to be discussing anything and everything it takes to become a Legend of Iron. Legends of Iron is brought to you by Muscle Mess. The creator of carnivore. Carnivore is the most powerful beef protein on the planet. What is going down, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Legends of Iron. With me, as always, Occam Williams. Looking large, brother. How you doing today? I'm, I'm doing pretty good, man. Pretty good. Looking, I'm out here now. Looking not, not large. <laughs> yeah, looking <laughs> freaking large. And unfortunately, our third of the trio, Nick Best, cannot be here today. He's actually he's doing a Hollywood thing. He's actually uh, filmed a TV show with Frank Mir, of all people. I think you're doing some crazy thing with uh, firing heavy artillery. So he'll be with us next time. But anyway, we have got a massive show. I mean, massive. I'm talking massive. We have got the most massive guest any of you have ever seen. Generation Iron has called him one of the biggest bodybuilders on the planet. And this is one of these guys. I hate to say it, but he makes me feel like a little bitch when I stand next to him. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's not that many people on the planet I can say that about. But Craig Gawaius, the living legend, one of the biggest men I have ever known in person, is joining us today here on Legends of Iron. What's going down, brother? Hey,
1: man, I will appreciate that, bro. Coming from a freak like you guys as well. Um <laughs> Everything, everything's going pretty good, man. How about you guys?
2: Uh, everything's going on. My end, you know, enjoying a little bit of offseason training. Not quite as big as you, but I'm getting up there in
0: weight. Yeah, <laughs> Ox said he's about he was about 312. He's he's making a big big over 300 pounds right now. That's that's pretty big, but but it's not the 350, 360 like big Craig Golias rolls around with, with abs, I must add. So so for those of you that don't know. Everybody knows, but for those of you that have been living under a goddamn rock, you don't see people over 300 pounds with abs. Well, you're looking at a guy who's been 350, 360 with abs. Well, before we get into all of the, you know, the training and the nutrition, all that kind of stuff, I want to ask Craig a couple of personal questions. So number one, I know you got a killer crib in Las Vegas. It's a big old house. I've seen a picture of your backyard. It looks like, got, looks like fucking paradise back there. Uh, You told me you just remodeled your house. Tell us about that a little bit, brother.
1: Yeah, for sure, brother. Um, So for the last, um, I've I've been in my house for about two years now. Um, Actually, wow, this November 16th will be two years, the exact date. So, um,
0: and it's a big fucking pad, isn't it?
1: Yeah, five bedrooms, five baths, um, (laughs) pushing 4,000 square feet. But, um, you know, what's crazy is, um, you know, before I moved in here, uh, I lived in a little tiny condo for like six years and um i always had a goal that i wasn't going to go straight for like the the normal crib i was going to go all out because you know bro we're all (laughs) we want to do life huge right yeah Yeah, exactly exactly brother. if you're going to be huge you got to do it huge too so i just saved brother saved while everyone's out you know, blowing money on the dumbest shit I've ever seen. I'm just saving, brother. Because I knew that I would need a big down payment, you know, in my situation. So I just yeah. saved, save, save, man. i was going to need all new furniture. And, dude, I wanted nice shit. So, well, brother, you know, you, Pat, think-
0: your crib is fucking sick, man. It's absolutely sick. And that fucking backyard is fucking insane. I mean, for most people, they think of a backyard. Well, this, this looks like a tropical paradise built around a pool. It has a lazy river. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen some pictures. I haven't seen it in person, but that thing looks fucking sick. But love the big crib, love everything. But now here's what I was really getting at. Big guy, big house. You got a good looking lady with lots of big rounds, you know. we got the same, same same taste in women. You got the you got the big boobs, the big butt. But it's not just having a girlfriend. Tell us about this, brother. Your girlfriend's got a girlfriend. So now now we're getting somewhere. You got two. This is the best. (laughs) Come on. Talk to us, brother. like that, bro. No. No, um, I I mean, in a good way. Listen, listen, myself and every other guy out there is just sitting here going, oh, my Lord, I want to hear some stuff about this. Yeah, I heard you talk about this on some other shows, too. You know, so. But, uh, you know, for any guy on the planet, a big guy with a, you know, we're talking. We lose it. There you are. Big house, the biggest guy on the planet and two chicks. What else does a guy want? I mean, come on now. I'm blowing More, you up. I'm blowing I, you up because you deserve it, brother. No, man. Um, yeah, you know, it's just, you know, um, you know,
1: some girl. there's girls out there, you know, they're a little different than the average chick. You know, there are girls out there that like girls Absolutely. and that, and that aren't jealous, you know? So, um, that just kind of explains the situation right there, man. You know, have a girl that's into girls and is not jealous and doesn't mind if you have another girl or you know, with her, you know. Yeah. Um, but you that's know, cool. it's it's not like you know, it's not like a hundred percent what you think. There's a lot of you know, it, it could get there's a lot of drama in it too, you know. Um, like can you imagine one girl going off on you and having two? You know, like there's a fight. <laughs> that, 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 was, that was gonna be my question.
2: I, I, I was gonna ask you because you said, you know, she's not. You know, the jealousy part is out of it, but that's kind of hard to believe, man. Because women doesn't matter. They they find something to get angry about. So, like you said, having two, double the trouble. You're definitely right. It could be it could be a tough pill to swallow. It could be hard to deal with.
1: Yeah, man. Right, right now, dude. I'm actually low-key kind of taking a little step back from from it as much right now just because like me and the one have stuff we need to work on so you know like right now I'm just going to chill out with that situation but you know um, we, we all went on vacation that was amazing you know we went to Mexico you know we went to Cali if you like you know it could be fun man it's it's, it's 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 not necessarily like you know having two girlfriends or nothing it's more like just like you know yeah. like
2: the, 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 having the, somebody c- that, that understands you and is willing to do stuff that, you know, enjoy each other's company,
0: you know, I, I yeah. I'm definitely, that, yeah. and also, just you know, it's, having two girlfriends. it's also a lot cooler to look at four tits than two. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say that's, that was my next thing is brother. You're so fucking big, the big house, the big crib, the big fucking guns. Now you got, you, instead of, you know, two boobs, now you got four, you know, you got two big asses, four big butt cheeks. Now we're talking, <laughs> this just, this just goes right down the line of being big, massive, aggressive, and want the biggest, baddest of everything. So I got to tell you, brother, hats off. Keep fucking crushing shit. That's what it's all about. You know what I mean? I'm trying, mm-hmm.
1: bro. Um, I'm trying, man. It's not easy, though, bro. You know, there's a, there's a lot of positives, you know, when you're trying to get, like, nice things and big muscles and more girls. But, you know, there could be negatives, too, man. You know, you could get stressed anxiety you know like you, you're put on a pedestal so you're expected to do something you know if i for so i got injured you know we talked about this i've been injured for like yes. the last
0: year totally so, so you know oh, that
1: was a lot of, that oh, was a wow. lot of i had to deal with too you know not being able to like go in the gym and put up four plates like i usually do and shit you know so what was um, it a shoulder injury no i got nerve damage in my right arm oh okay, okay. from shrugging it was actually from shrugging wow wow how much weight were you shrugging do nothing crazy like five plates you know like on a smith machine too you know so i think i just tweaked my neck and i ripped something out
0: my back and then it traveled Mm -hmm. in my arm wow yeah the nerve i'm telling you man it doesn't i got a nerve issue i waited too long to have a back surgery man once those nerves start going away it's tough and because then you know obviously muscle and You know, heals very quickly. Tendons, the ligaments behind that, but nerve, man, nerve is a long healing process. And the problem is when you start, when you have a nerve that's not firing, the muscles around it stop. They get affected drastically because they don't contract the same. I got the same problem in my left calf, so I understand your pain, brother. You know, it's it's a motherfucker. When you know, when I'm on stage, I'm always keep my right leg back because if I kick my left leg back, that fucking calf ain't (laughs) contracting, bro.
1: I would give I would give anything to have the nerve damage in my calf, man. Because the right arm, bro, I can't even out angle anybody, bro. So oh
0: come <laughs> on. you gotta be fucking kidding me! Ock, tell me this man is out of his fucking mind. Did you just hear uh, what I, I, I heard? I think, oh I think, my fucking I, I think, god! I think it's, it's just in his head, man. Yeah. No. I mean, listen, <laughs> we all we all suffer from you know what do they call it? Fucking what's the, what's the thing where body dysmorphia? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We all suffer from that. There's no fucking question about it. I mean, we're all a little fucking nutty to do what we do, but the bottom line is, I understand where you're coming from because, I mean, any big guy that's worked so hard to get somewhere and then had some sort of a problem, you think it's 100 times worse than it is. The people around you don't see what you think they see, but I, I totally understand how you feel, brother, but let me tell you, and Auk, I think you going to agree with me, brother Craig, you are still fucking enormous.
1: <laughs> i don't feel it man but thank you bro appreciate yeah. that
2: like like john said you know people around you're not gonna see it the way you see it you know yeah like well, there's been yeah. times when i've been prepping for shows and i was down to like 270 and you have these guys in the gym looking at me and i'm like still walking around like 300 pounds and in my head i feel like i'm tiny as shit
0: yeah you know Even for well,
1: average price, you still look big as hell you know you know the, the thing about the thing about you though bro is you got that tiny fucking waist oh, bro tiny fucking that's waist. That right there is bodybuilding, brother. That is bodybuilding. And if you have a tiny waist, big yeah. legs, big arms, which you have, it's yeah. just all, you get the conditioning, you're, you're set. You're set. You. That's what bodybuilding wants. They want that yeah. small waist, freaky X frame. And if you mm-hmm. have, that's just genetics, you know? So yeah. if you have that, you're blessed. Get the conditioning, you're set, you know? So. That's- That's what's crazy about, you know, um, you know, like when you say you feel small, man, you got to remember, man, whether you're 270 or 300, you got that small waist, man. That's, that's crazy.
0: That's the thing too, is that, you know, we, the the ones that are building muscle, we tend to, we tend to get ourselves too connected to the scale when actuality, when you're a little tighter, the illusion is that you, people think that we're bigger when we're lighter because that, you know, the more, the more definition, the more shape you have, the, the illusion becomes bigger. But, you know, it's, it's, it's just one big slippery slope. I mean, we do it because we love it. We love when we're big. We love when we're ripped. We're just doing it because we love it. So we're fucking blessed no matter what. Nerve injury or not, brother, you're still big as a fucking house. And I would almost guarantee, just like Ox said, you're probably the only one who notices. I, I want to ask Craig, Craig a, a quick
2: question. I, I know that he, he competed in the past, you know, and I never really got the full story as to why he never continued competing.
0: Great question. Bro. You know,
2: he has, he has, like I said, I've seen pictures of him when he when he did shows, and he had amazing structure, you know. But I, I was wondering yeah. why he never decided to go further into it, you know. Oh, yeah, dude.
1: I, I would love to talk about that, man. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, basically, this is how the whole, everything started. So, um, I, to go over my story, you know, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. I, I just started training. And I went from 150 to 225, that's 75 pounds, you know, all natural, um, in like a year and a half. And, you know, um, people were like, wow, you know, like, what are you going to do with this? You know, you have a good physique, kind of like, um, Greg Plitt looking, you know, big biceps, yeah. good at, not big, you know, super big, but, um, Ed Conner saw my pictures and, uh, he's like, I want you to come to Cali. I think you'd do a lot better out here. So yeah. I went to Cali and lived in Palm Springs for nine months and, mm-hmm. um, that started like, you know, okay, I need to, I need to take this serious, you know, let's get huge, you know? Um,
0: so I was trying to bulk off this. And, I love that saying out of your mouth. Let's get huge. <laughs> let's keep get going. Huge. Sorry. Sorry for interrupting brother. <laughs> yeah,
1: no and, um, yeah, this is 2006, by the way, I was like 22 and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, um, got these two roommates And, um, they were, they were bodybuilders too, and they've competed and all that stuff. So, um, they jumped on cycles and, uh, I'm natural. So I didn't want to do that. So I'm trying to sit there and and keep up with these guys and, uh, they're getting bigger and leaner and I'm getting fatter and fatter and fatter (laughs) and I I don't get it, you know? Um, but I'm eating junk too. So it's just like, I didn't really know what I was doing, man. So I jumped, I hopped on board finally and um i got to like 290 my first time wow. and uh, i'm walking around in a tank top you know and everyone's like are you a pro do you compete like what i'm like no dude i'm just trying to get huge you know so um <laughs> so
0: that, that's it, when um that's that's like your that's your foundation right there i'm just trying to get huge <laughs> i'm just trying to get huge. Uh, did, you, did, you, did you come out with a t-shirt with that yet
1: yeah fuck's gonna get huge there you go yeah hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. But anyways, uh yeah, so um this lady at the gym was like, why not do a show if you're gonna look like a bodybuilder? I'm like, okay, I'll try it. So that's when I started my competing life. And um, I did the the Cal in, uh, 2007. and uh mm-hmm. and um I actually won my novice class, um, you know, and I was like, whoa. You know, like I won. Like this is like, and I had bitch titties too. Keep that in mind. That was crazy. I had some bitch tits. But uh, they still gave it to me. But <laughs> I took care. Of that, I took care of that the next year. But um, but yeah, man, I was like mind blown. Like whoa, like I'm gonna make this my life. You Yo, know. Yeah. And then you know, I just started competing more and more. Um, I've done nine shows. Um, the next show I did, I got second. And then the next show I did, I got fifth. That was actually the one I got fifth at was the Excalibur. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. There was like 20 Supers that year. Remember oh, those that's, days?
0: That's, that's a lot. Those were yeah, the man. days, man. Yeah. When you actually it. had like they Yeah, they just don't have that anymore. There's not enough <laughs> yeah. big dudes. There's the A uh,
2: local show, you
1: probably see a one or two Supers.
0: Yeah. Bro, so the, last, is the, day, super, the, uh, the L.A. Yeah. The, 2013,
1: I was the only Super. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. When, when i met craig the first time it was actually at the olympia i don't remember what year it was craig you remember 2000- what year it was was it mhp booth yeah what year was it 2010 2010 and we would mm-hmm. never met before and basically had me sit It was when i was wrestling so i was basically had me sitting there signing pictures craig was just to my right signing pictures and i see this fucking guy walk up and he's he's right at the first time about 300 pounds so he's first- just on his way up but yeah. even at 300 pounds i mean the dude had shape and his fucking massive arms and he's yeah. just sitting to my And i was like dude how old are you and he was like what 24 at the time 25 yeah. uh, at the time <laughs> He's just a, just a fucking baby man he'd only been told me how long he'd been training he'd only been training shit. i've been training about the same time he'd been alive at that point in time <laughs> but i remember thinking to myself this fucking guy has got structure and a frame. I mean, I was, I remember thinking to myself, if he continues to train, I mean, how big did this guy get? Well, goddamn, four or five years later, mm-hmm. 350 pounds with that same shape, you yeah. know, and the abs, you know, even when you competed, you were on stage at like 280, correct? The last time, is that right, Craig? You know what, man? i I, I don't even want to like,
1: brag about that, man, because I wasn't peeled, dude. I was gonna be,
0: I, I'm just so, going mean, to be, I'm going to be But everybody's been on the stage and not peeled, so fuck, yeah. you know? It's not like you're saying I was 280 and peeled. You, how big were you on the stage? People like to hear that shit, you know? Yeah, I was like around 278, I think, my last show. Mm-hmm. I was on stage once right around 280. That was probably my worst placing ever. <laughs> 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 you know? I mean, 10 pounds will go a long fucking way. You, burn, you take 10 yeah, pounds of fat off you you're in a whole different call out, man, you know, yeah. <laughs> but you know, still <clears throat> being on stage with abs, maybe you're not fucking peeled, but that's still a pretty big accomplishment. Not many people, people want to get that big, not even being on the stage. You know, what do you think? Oc? Yeah, yeah, definitely true. I, I wanted to finish this question
2: because going back yeah. to why, why kind of like, I want to like, you know, get to the point of why did you stop? Like,
1: why didn't you keep going? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, So you know, I told you you know I I got first and second and fifth, Mm -hmm. and then uh, I went for the USA's um, Mm -hmm. to get the pro card, Mm -hmm. and uh, that was 2009. And I actually got pretty fucking lean, dude, like down to 3.8 percent. Got pretty fucking lean, but dude, um, I got fifteenth out of 32. Not bad. I mean, not super bad for your first time, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. I beat out half guy. I beat out half of the people, dude. Bad, dude. Dude, in that class, we had like Steve Cuculo. We had um, uh, dude, so many big names. Uh, I think there's like. Juan the guy, Morel was in that show too, right? What? Juan Morel was in that show too. He might have been. Dude, there was so many. Dude, uh, there was that big Sean Allen. Yes. Um There was um, uh, Mark, Mark one, Mark Talty. Yeah. Um, dude, there was so many. Um, what's that other guy that owns Steel Supplements?
0: Uh, Jason. Jason Hunt um jeff long yeah like, this these are different. these are some tough yeah, these are all like
2: guys that yeah that turned pro and everything so you, you were right there in a really good group
1: yeah yeah there's so many like people that are all now pro pros and killing it or or already like retired even Yeah. and um, you know so i asked the judges what's that and they're just like <laughs> <laughs> they're like you're not big enough dude i'm like okay so the next year i get I put on 25 27 more pounds on stage in one year but lost that conditioning, bro. So that's that's when I was like fuck this shit, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't want to do it anymore. Um you know, I had a good run, you know. I did the USAs twice, whatever. And then yeah. um in 2013 I started a supplement line called Goliath Nutrition, my own line. Um I had a good we we had a good start, man. I, you know, I wish I stuck stuck with it, man, because it could have been big by now, man, because this is before mm. Piana, Jay Cutler, Ronnie Coleman. This was before they were doing lines. So you know, I went yep. that far back. Mm. And um, I remember like in the beginning uh, when Rich Rich started doing his um line, he called me. He was trying to get tips like about the uh, BCAAs and, you know, flavoring and who I use. And so, yeah, man, that's how far back I had a, a really good, you know, um, uh, business partner Know bodybuilding.com was interested. We had a booth at Olympia, but then you know, Mm -hmm. I had a falling out with a business partner and I dropped it. Um, but going back, the reason why I did another show because my business partner was like, You need to get in shape for photo shoots, yeah, yeah. I kept on messing up, like, I wasn't doing cardio, Um, (laughs) I just had no ambition. (laughs) I told myself, If I stage in front of people, you know, I'll get lean, and that's where you see the black and white pictures of me that were more diced from Jason Ellis. Yeah, that was from that. Okay,
0: I want to get the overall, Brian. Um, so you kind of oh, yeah. just came to that point where it was like, okay, you wanted to start using what you'd done with training and building muscle and having this massive physique start making money. It was not so much you kind of the competing part of kind of taking this course. Now it's time to make a living in the industry. That was kind of the transition, yeah. Absolutely. Or, yeah, I mean that's a, that's a natural <laughs> transition. You know? That's the point where I am in my career right now. You know, I'm trying to
2: figure out okay, what's the next step? You know, where do I go from here in terms of like, yeah, I still want to compete, but I'm trying to you know figure out you know what doors do I try to open and think about the life after bodybuilding right now because I only want to do this for another maybe like four years, maybe. I don't want to yeah, be I, doing this when i in my should, forty. You
1: know? Yeah, bro, I think you, I think you can do it, man. With that structure, bro, yeah. I think I'm going, man. That's my opinion. Yeah. I'd be yeah. honest. I would be but, honest. Bro. But uh, you but got a frame, dude. I told Generation Iron. I do a podcast of Generation Iron. And uh, mm-hmm. they asked who's going to win the Arnold. I said, it's going to be between you and Nick. I said, that, that that's what it's going to be. They said, why? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, look at his frame. Like, mm-hmm. look at that waist, man. You don't see big motherfuckers with a waist <laughs> yeah. like that. It really really big- it. Paul DeLette. Paul DeLette. You know, like, yeah. that was the last guy I can remember with a mm-hmm. fucking... Tony Freeman, Paul Delight and Tony Freeman. The yeah. last I can remember with little waists and just massive arms and legs. You just don't see that cartoon
0: look anymore, man. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's Ock, a, I mean, you're, that's you're a, on the right track, Oc, because this is a time to start leveraging yourself. Right now is where you put all those, all the, you plant those seeds. So when you start to back off on competing, they've all yeah. sprouted and you you know, you've got the that, that life after bodybuilding for sure. You know? Exactly, yeah. You know, where you are, you've climbed the ladder so high. You know, you're at the highest level. You know, you're one of the top guys. So, to leverage yourself is you're in a perfect position to do it. You know, yeah, well, uh, that's why I, I just uh, hooked up with a sheroo, and I'm about to head out to India in a few
2: weeks. So, I got to go over, over there and uh, pick up some new fans. <laughs> you know, there you go.
1: There
0: you go. I'll tell you, <laughs> you know, if they love them. making money. Uh, I mean, leverage yourself in industry. With social media now, it's just everything has changed. I mean, we, our generation is so lucky that we have social media. You yeah. know, social media. There was there was a far fewer ways for guys to make money. You know, guys, the top guys made a lot of money, but that next year they weren't making much because social mm-hmm. media wasn't there. So we're we're really blessed in our era. You know, I mean, look at Craig. You know, Craig. That's
2: that's, that's, that's the thing I was going to point out to Craig too. Is because you know. One, you know, he didn't turn pro, but he used his uh his, yeah. his size and his social media presence to really make an impact. I remember when I used to work, I used to work as a counselor at a university. And everybody know I, I was competing back then I was an amateur. And uh one time one of my coworkers came up with a picture and it was Craig sitting on a train
0: <laughs> with two <laughs> team guys. Yeah, yeah. I remember
2: that's, that. I, that's the first time <laughs> I ever saw him. Uh, you want to get, you want to be like this guy, huh?
0: Because uh, I was
2: riding the subway the same way that you were on the train, and I remember that picture clearly, and that picture like mm-hmm. forever stuck in my head. Like that's that's fucking big. Oh, right I now, mean
0: that on the train and literally crush two guys sitting next to you. That's big. Yeah, I, and, and I, that's my goal. I wanted to be like that. And the funny thing is, that's not Photoshop. That was a real fucking picture. You know. That's what I said when we opened the show, man. I, I stand next to Craig. I feel like a little bitch, you know? This is a big fucking man we got on the show here, Rock. I mean, honestly, Craig, you look fucking massive sitting in there. But until someone stands next to you, they don't understand. You look massive in pictures. When someone, a normal person is next to you, then you actually get the, the idea of how fucking massive you are. Yeah, you dude, remember, um, we talked, remember um, we talked at Olympia, me and you, Actually,
1: I talked to both of you the, mm-hmm. the same year. Um, it was Olympia. The last time I was in Vegas mm-hmm. was it nineteen? Nineteen yeah. two thousand nineteen yeah. 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 I went. I went. I went and got a. Remember, we took a picture, bro. Me and you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's on my Instagram still. And um, yeah. I'm trying to look so big too. I'm like, fuck. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> and um. And then you, bro, you had a, you had your own booth, and I came by and talked to you for a little bit, man. I, and I, I remember, like, dude, you're trapped, bro. 9K, bro.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you gave me that. I, too, as soon as you walked away, I looked at my wife and said, thank God. He was making me look fucking. He just dwarfed the shit out of me. <laughs> I, I, look, I mean, I look fucking great until you walk up. <laughs> you know? No, Dude. I mean, granted, the bottom line is, is that, you know, everybody's got their own shape. Everybody's got their own look. All three got- of us, all three of us right now
1: on this podcast, you, you, me, we're all freaks. There's no one above, like mm-hmm. everyone's freaky in their own. We all have our own so, freak actor, you know, but, so like-
0: but we look at the other ones. Like I look at, I and I look at you and I go, fuck. Look at the arms on those guys. I look at you and I'm like, dude, look at those arms too, bro. Look at that right tricep, bro. First first of all, (laughs) John, how how old are you? Uh, I'm an old motherfucker. I'm going to be 50 in a few months.
2: (laughs) A lot of guys your age can't sustain that muscle mass that you have right now. So you should definitely
0: be proud of yourself for that, man. Yeah, no, I mean, I I totally, I mean, I I look at it like this, man. I mean, I'm fucking living the dream. I'm just, I was able to, I was just a fucking fat little boy who was too dumb to fucking realize I couldn't do it. And now, you know, fuck man, my life has turned into this fucking great place and I lift weights is like the fucking, that's like the nucleus of what I do. And then the best part about it is, you know, you stick with long enough, like all three of us have, we start to connect with others and it, it just, we all understand what we're doing. And we, all, we all make sense to each other. The general public looks at us and doesn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> but uh well, Craig, let's shift gears, brother. Tell me, uh, I know that the one thing that's always kind of just been crazy to me is how big you are and how you're able to eat. To, I mean, like for me, I got to eat fucking tons. You know, I eat often. I don't eat big amounts of meals, but you know, we've talked in different different little bits here and there, and I've always been just completely blown away at how you're able to get where you are with your diet. You've always thrown it back to genetics, but tell everybody kind of give everybody a a snippet of what your diet looks like to be a 350 fucking pound bodybuilder with abs.
1: Yeah, man, I'm going to be, I'm going to be straight off with you, dude. I'm not an eater, man. I hate food. I don't like cheap meals. I don't like clean meals. I don't like anything that has to do with food. Um, I'm never hungry. Meal one is the hardest meal for me of a whole day. Um, I just do not look forward to any meal, man. Um people say, What's your favorite cheat meal? I'm like, honestly, I don't really have one. Um, but if I can like somehow get something once in a blue moon, I'll get an appetite. I'll be like, well, I'm hungry. So if I do, I go take advantage of it, enjoy life. I go eat something delicious. And I just enjoy it because it's very rare I get an appetite, man. I don't know why my body's like that. Flex Lewis actually told me he's the same way. Um, so uh, I,
0: I don't know why I'm like that, but every meal's a chore. And give everybody um, a little idea of like I've heard you talk about generally speaking eating about four times a day. So yeah. when, you, when you're going to 350, give everybody, when when you're on, because I know you dip between, you know, 360, 30, you kind of bounce around as we all I'm do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You never maintain one weight too long, but when you're going to 350 plus, tell everybody what you're eating.
1: So mm-hmm. when I'm trying to get to like 360, 370. Um, okay. I, excuse me. 370.
0: <laughs> oh, that's um, fucking crazy, brother. With abs. Yeah.
1: I just, um, it's still four meals, man. Um, it's still four meals. I just up the carbs and um, I up the, sh- I do shakes too. So it's not just four meals. I, I do a post-workout shake and I do a protein shake before bed. Um, so if I'm trying to get huge, I will add more carbs to like, you know, the meals and the, the shake before bed. If I'm just chilling and I'm cool, where I'm at, you know, I don't add carbs to those shakes, but, um, you know hypothetically man and i'll add more cheats too so if i'm doing four meals i'll try to do a cheat like at least every other day you know make it like a massive meal you know and yeah, usually so you, you just increase you, the calories you i think you try to get
2: more calories in there
1: yeah yeah just you know because i can't do the five six seven meals man i tried yeah, yeah. work for me um yeah. now, when I coach people and they want to get big, I they have to do at least five, six, seven. Like, there's no way around it. And the, that's yeah. why I don't – that's why I really don't like to say I do four, you know, mm-hmm. because what you do four, you know, well, I, my genetics are a little different, you know. Um, yeah. But I would never that's, have four meals. That's one
2: thing I find very common, you know. A lot of guys that are big, they're not very big eaters. You're not no. the first person i say said that. I'm, I'm pretty much a similar to – especially in the offseason – it's very hard for me to get the meals in. When I'm conscious prep, I eat more frequently, but in the off-season, it's very hard for me to get the meals in.
1: So it's something very for very- too, right? When you're doing a show, your carbs are lower. So, yeah, so- maybe you're here to eat yeah. because cool, carbs will fill you up. Yeah,
2: yeah. But I, so- I definitely understand where you're coming from, you know? It's, it's, like you said, genetics plays a huge role in this, you know? because i I, I, I got to say, a-
0: both of you guys, God damn it, both of you guys got some serious genetics behind you, and it pisses me off. <laughs> you know both of you guys got the arms like i mean i've always wanted bigger arms arms is something i'm always working for you guys both got the biggest fucking arms and i jesus christ and talking about genetics i didn't have that either but anyway sorry to interrupt doc wait a second then what the hell do you call those things right that i'm looking at <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's we, what, we,
2: that's what I, was, I wasn't trying to say anything at
0: all. We, well, we, we, we whip Dude, out a tape measure, and we I'm, start wrapping around arms. I'm going to be at the tail end of the pack. I fucking guarantee it.
1: <laughs> Whatever you say, brother.
0: <laughs> but anyway, so sorry for interrupting. Four meals a day, you just kind of increase like Oxane. You just kind of change the composition of what you're eating. And so you're really putting a huge genetic disposition behind how you're able to maneuver, you know, with, you know, getting your body wet up and keep in mind, it's not like you're just getting big. You're getting big, keeping your abs, you know? I mean, you've always maintained that bodybuilding is a little waste abs. It's not just getting fucking puffy and, and nasty looking. You've done that. I've never seen a picture you without abs, bro. You know, to me, man,
1: you know, if you don't have abs or at least decent looking abs, like, you know, when you look looking like that's a six pack, you know, I'm not saying shredded abs, but if, if, if you don't have abdominals, you know, you're not a bodybuilder, you're a power lifter. You know, that's just my opinion. Um, you know, bodybuilding is symmetry, you know, aesthetics, you know, you got to have muscle bellies, like that's bodybuilding, man. So if you're going to get big, get big, the right way, get your muscles big, keep the waist. Okay. Keep the abs. (laughs) Yeah. Like how big can I get and get fat? You know, I never thought, you know, that was the correct way to do it. I mean, obviously when you're younger, you know, you're, you know, you don't know any better. So you just eat everything in sight. That's a little different, you know, but when you get older and you get more knowledge, you realize that, you know, you got to keep it lean, keep it tight. You got to have the abs ablaze through the night.
2: Let me, let me ask you a question. I'm <laughs> a serious question. Have you ever been, uh, or tried to, somebody ever try to out angle you
0: at like these expos and stuff like that?
1: Okay. Yeah, you just choking up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is it's, it's not possible man it's like this this is the guy that he, he not only is he big as a fucking house he knows how to stand just right to make his body parts look fucking like they're like the camera got <laughs> warped or something john believe it or not there will be there there have been guys I'm sure Craig can attest to that that try
2: to out angle him
0: oh or yeah, just try him. try wouldn't you say try but they're not pulling it off you know <laughs> Yeah, Craig, tell us some stories about that. You get some guys that fucking try to twist and turn and, and fucking catch the right angle on you, and you just look at them and go, no, I'm putting you away. Snap as many I, pictures as you actually, want. <laughs> you're
1: you're, you're going to laugh at this, actually. So the last two Olympias I went to, um, 2019, where I saw you guys, mm-hmm. and then uh, the one that just happened a couple weeks ago, um, I was there too. Um. Oh, I actually out-angled Big Romney. Did you guys see that? No, how do you see, see that photo? Go to my Instagram. Go to my Instagram. Yeah, I'll,
0: I'll have to look that one up.
1: Yeah. I outangled.
0: In a, in a fucking hoodie of all things.
1: Hoodie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, but no, you know, Rami's the king, bro. I'm not, I'm not trying to say anything. I, I just, you know, you know, I just did my thing. I just liked yeah, out. No
0: dis- we got it, yeah. dude, we got no yeah. disrespect. We're just having fun. Yeah, no 10%. Yeah. Um, Fuck yeah, 100 percent
1: But um <laughs> The last two Olympias I went to, when a fan wanted a picture, um, mm. I told them, I'll take a picture with you as long as you out-angle me. Ah. So, <laughs> so I actually let everybody out-angle me. I took a step back.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So that's what I was doing um, last year. But, you know, because of my injury, I wore a hoodie at this mm. last Yeah, because, you know, my right arm's a little off. So, you know, yeah. bigorexia. figurexia. Mm. Yeah, yeah, a- yeah. <laughs> Um, everyone's like, why are you wearing a hoodie? I'm like, cause I am like "Just i can not out angle anybody. So <laughs> now, now, how, but, uh, how is,
2: how's the injury coming along?
1: 50% better, man. That's it. Just half. Okay. Yeah. So it I, sucks.
2: I wish, you, I wish you a very uh, speedy recovery, man. Thank yeah, you. brother. Oh, you miss, you miss lifting heavy and, you know,
1: I miss, the, you know, I can't chest and shoulders. I can't go super hard on. I could go hard on yeah. legs and back. Yeah. Um,
0: biceps but everything yeah. else
1: I I'm um, can't go as hard.
0: Yeah. Well that's speaking of which let's, let's kind of dive into training cuz I know Craig before your injury you know there's been some pretty crazy I mean Grant I know you've also you've also kind of shifted gears at one point said I'm going to just stay with machines and stay away from the free weights you've kind of changed your philosophy a few times but I can remember at one point you banged out like a set of 20 reps with four fucking plates 405 on incline that's yeah. fucking crazy, brother. That's big yeah, time that's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Tell, talk to us a little bit about some of the fucking crazy shit you've done at the gym. Yeah, I, I got
1: some pretty impressive lifts. Um, not like you know, um five plates. Um, I did four plates, 20, and then I did five plates, like six, seven, or eight. Um,
0: and then um on an incline, yeah. An incline, Jesus yeah. Jesus Christ, brother. Not many, I mean, most people would love to do that once. On fucking flat bench, let alone an incline. God damn. Yeah. yeah. Um. I like, at, at, my, at my strongest, I was doing a
2: four, or five on incline for like nine, ten reps. I never got past ten. In.
1: Twenty is insane, And Freaking. You know what, man? Like, I, I don't really do that. That was like 2015, 16, 17 when I was doing those kind of lifts, man. Now that I'm Dude. getting old, you know, I'm,
0: not, I'm still <laughs> not. I love it. But all you're 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 just strong Mm -hmm. as a house. So real quick, on that level, with these kind of lifts going on, when you're talking some massive weights you're pushing, you mentioned having this thing with your with the nerve in your arm. Is this the first injury you've had your whole career? That's insane, brother. That's insane. (laughs) But the numbers you're talking about and not you know how many people have put that kind of weight on some sort of a uh, you know a bar barbell press and fucking like torn a pec completely off the fucking bone that's crazy so you've done all this training built all that muscle and this is the first injury you've ever come across i mean you you ever pull muscles or just no
1: nothing nothing
0: that's good man that, that means your, your form and everything is
1: perfect you know yeah, not just this this is a this is i wish i had a tear man cuz this is like a serious injury yeah well, so I wish I had something like a tear, like because I would already been back in the game ages ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. nerve damage is a little more serious, man, especially when it's in your right arm. And so what, it, what are, what are what type of treatment are you doing to like try to fix that? At the moment, nothing. I gave up. Um, I was doing every. I was doing. Well, I'm taking. I'm taking. That's not true. That's not true. Um, at first, I was seeing a chiropractor two to three times a week. I was mm. doing exercises at night that he had me doing. And I was taking peptide, 57. Okay. and 7. Um, it was helping a little bit. But then after six, seven months, dude, I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just going to give up a little bit. Because I was just getting, you know, it's just a lot of work. And for mm-hmm. just a little, you know. Little you know, so now um, a client sent me like these pills and this cream. And I've been using that. And I've actually noticed like a lot less numbness in my arm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of training yeah so i'm just gonna keep on going with it man you know this could take years to to get rid of brother
0: check this out so just a little i'm i've been going through the same thing for a long time i waited too long to have a back surgery and so basically the nerve was impinged and ultimately what happens is the the inflammation around that nerve is what is what makes the you know it's making it worse so controlling the inflammation at the origin up and i think you said it was from in your neck right yeah Yeah. so that's going right down your arm so you got to basically try to control the inflammation up at the origin of that nerve is going to make that's what i've been focused on in terms of because uh, my nerve is that s1 that runs down the back of my leg so for me it's all about controlling inflammation in my lower back so for you so always be- always get, getting work done and make sure that it doesn't build up too much yeah <laughs> yeah getting that shit released and, and then you know more importantly you know like you like when i do deadlifts or squats or something i know the air is going to be tight I get in the fucking hot tub and I stretch that shit before all that lactic acid freezes up around that fucking- Before floor. you train or after? No, I do that after. Okay, so you get in the hot tub after? Yeah, and it's really, the really, reason I'm going in the hot tub after is because, you know, obviously that lactic acid is in there. If I don't, you know, stretch and get moving around, that next fucking morning, everything's tight. Obviously, it's, that's what's, what's tight and you're moving around that creates that inflammation on that nerve and it flares up. So really try this like oxane, you know, get it worked on, make sure that you're, you know, creating, you're doing what you can to to release the stress in that area. The nerve will, will have a lot better chance of, because I can't remember the studies, but I looked into it. I mean, it, they, the nerve recovers at an alarmingly slow rate. It's unbelievable. I know. <laughs> I- so <laughs> yeah, I mean, my part of, Part of my nerve issue is I waited too long before I started to actually deal with it. So, you know, I, if you started working on it right away, I wish that I had done that. I didn't even realize that my, that the nerve, S1 nerve was inhibiting my my uh, inside, uh, my calf, the, the head of the inside head, what would I call that? Uh, when you're looking at me, the, the inside part between the knee, fucking part, it doesn't even contract. It's just like a little fucking, like a little puddle of mush, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway <clears throat> just stay on top of you know stay on it because you're when you started right away and you continue to go you're you're fighting it from getting worse and that's what you know i wish that i had done that myself you know yeah I need, back, I need to get back i need to get
1: back at it fighting it man for sure and i'm going to
0: yeah there's nothing worse i mean i look at my calf and i just look at myself with just complete disgust and distaste like jesus christ uh, i, 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 I thought this Like he said, you know, just, just don't, you know, keep, keep doing the little things, you know? Yeah. Just
2: take, take it slow and take it one step at a time. Yeah. But don't, don't completely give up on it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. For sure. Right. You're right.
0: That's that's what we do. If you think about it, it's, it's consistency is what makes us who we are. You know, this, because, you know, we've been doing this for so long. Most people don't have the fucking nuts to do what we do, you know, decade after decade. That's where we are, where we are. Well, unfortunately, sometimes there's some of the shit we really don't want to do that tags along with the shit we want to do, (laughs) you know, and this is, this nerve shit is one of them, brother. So stay on it. You'll get it, brother. You know, shit, you, you're successful with everything you do. You just got to keep putting your mind to it, you know?
1: Yeah, man. I think you're right for sure. hundred percent.
0: Yeah. So talk to us a little bit. I remember there was a time, I don't remember what it was, but you'd said that you'd kind of converted from free weights into more machines just more of like a preservation um you know yeah man just just like you said man I just less
1: free weights I just you know Cutler actually told me you know to um you know do more machines and um hammer presses you know just to keep it safe and um you know I I, I take a lot of knowledge from him you know here of him being over here in Vegas you know so any little things I can grab from him I'll do so I stopped with like you know the incline dumbbell benching and you know, all that shit. And I just did more like hammer strength machines, like, especially for back, you know? And um, I think back being one of my better body parts, man, you know, I I have hammer strength to thank for that. You know what I mean? Like doing a lot of machines with weights. Yeah. Build that Yeah. Uh,
2: Now, did you you notice any difference in the development of the muscle in terms of using the free weights versus the machine?
1: Yeah, I feel like I got more muscle actually, as crazy as it sounds, with like the hammer strength, you know, machines and the and you know the not necessarily I don't do a lot of machines, um like normal machines, but hammer strength I do a lot of. I'm a big yeah. hammer guy. Especially if so you, you for- feel
2: like more muscle activation.
1: Yeah. You can you could get a better squeeze too, you know, like but you like could put the- you can put on three, four, five plates and get a squeeze, you know? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you
0: think about it, when you got when you got a you're doing a bent over row, there's a lot of shit you got to keep straight and tight just to make that muscle contract. If you're hooked up with a machine with similar weights, you're not worried about you know keeping yourself in the right position. The machine's keeping you where you need to be. So you're, all your focus is just in that muscle contraction.
1: You know, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Very good yeah. Point, yeah. What was that, Doc? I said that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, because I came from the world of strength, you know, where that was my first love. That's my first, uh, first go. And in strength, you're, you're finding a way to move something from a to B and you're, you're using every bit of your body. You're leveraging yourself. You're using as many muscles as you can. And so when I, then obviously as I come to bodybuilding, I start to learn that, okay, this is not about just moving this fucking weight. This is about finding a way to move the weight, but making the muscle you want to work, do the work, not your whole fucking body, you know? So, you know, doing bent of a rose with some obscene amount of weight when you're not really working your back, it's not really bodybuilding. You know, I I have
1: a question for both of you.
0: Um, now this is probably more
1: in your younger years, but I'm, I'm curious if if you guys were ever like, would there ever be a day when you'd wake up and you'd go to the gym and one day would be like, I'm going to focus on the squeeze and the contraction, but then you have another day where you're like, I'm going to get fucking huge. I'm going to lift heavy ass weight.
0: <laughs> 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 you guys you go, like you go first. Doc. Hey. You go first.
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I would, I would say now that I'm older, I focus mostly on the squeeze and the contraction, but when I was younger, I focused on, I just want to get fucking huge.
1: Yeah. So I, yeah. I
2: would go to reverse. Yeah, definitely. <clears> when <throat> I was, I first started lifting. I didn't give a fuck about contraction or squeeze. No. Or I just wanted to lift heavy weights and just get fucking bigger.
0: Real, Yeah, yeah seriously. That's where I was, too. I was, <clears throat> you know, I'd be the guy, okay, let's put five wheels on the squat. How many times can you squat it? Let's just take this to the end. You know, you're walking out a bar with no intention of putting it away because you realize the last rep, you're just not going to be able to stand up. That, for me, that was the kind of fucking training that really I love. Remember – At 49, I can't do that much anymore. What's that, brother? Remember when you would do leg days
1: and you would just cancel any plans we had at night, like whether it was a chick or two chicks or three chicks, whatever the fuck it is, fucking birthday party. You're just like, I'm not doing shit tonight. It's leg day. I'm going to fucking kill this shit and I'm going to fucking be laying in bed
0: all night, you know? Well, brother, you know, just on that level, you have a nasty workout. You come home and you want your chick to take care of you. Well, just remember, you got two, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you guys a, a, a very funny story
2: so a few days ago i was at my gym uh, training i think i was doing a uh, incline dumbbell presses and the gym that i train at is very packed and i was waiting on the dumbbell um one of the, the benches to do incline presses and there was a kid next to me and he was waiting for a bench also so i'm just being a nice guy i'm like you know what you can just jump in with me because you're doing the same thing so i'm you know i'm training i started for a 100 pound pressing it I see this kid picks up 100 pounds and he's pressing me too. So I'm like, okay, this kid is trying to hang. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, he's motivated, so, bro. He's
2: yeah, motivated. I, 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 I'm, I'm telling you.
0: So good I for him, to, man.
2: I moved up to 120 and I pressed it for like about 15 or 20 reps or whatever. And all of a sudden the kid disappeared. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? So I finished up my set finally and I went over to another machine and I see him. So I'm like, yo, what happened? He's just like, yeah, you know what? You did the 100 pounds, I did the 100 pounds. And then you moved to 120. And I was like, fuck, I can't do that shit. So I just walked away. <laughs> so the kid, the kid literally did his uh his heavy set because he seen me do 100 pounds. He literally did the because he-, he can't go above 100 pounds. So he did. He warmed up with what he usually ended the workout with just because he was trying to keep up with me. And I remember <clears throat> me starting out, I would have the same mentality. So that's why I said about like when I was younger, I just wanted to get big as fuck because I wouldn't care about my tearing my shoulders or whatever. I just wanted to lift anything in the fucking gym. And because he okay. seen me lifting like that, he like, literally that's all he wanted to do.
0: <laughs> and you think from that kid's standpoint, he's thinking, this is Akin Williams. This is an Olympian. I'm going to get myself all prepped and ready. So when he gets when he's on his way up to dumbbell rack, I'm going to jump and I'm going to get a set with him. He planned his whole fucking workout around one set with you, brother. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, but I mean, that's you inspire the shit out of him. That's fucking great. I mean, bottom line is we all want to inspire people around us, you know, because we remember what it was like. We remember what it was like coming up and you're kicking and scratching. And, you know, that big guy you're looking at with these huge eyes, you know, he gives you just some sort of confirmation you're doing a good job and it just makes you want to go 10 times harder. So you took that kid and man, you, you gave him something that, that probably changed the rest of his training career right there, bro. That's good shit. You know, one, 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 one set at a time,
2: man. One set at a time.
0: That's it. <laughs> so Craig, t- in terms of training, do you have like training partners. Do you train by yourself? Um, It's always
1: different, man. Sometimes I'll train by myself for a while and I'll just put, listen to music. Right now I have a training partner. Um, you know, I started off coaching him and training him and then we just became friends. So now he's like my full blown on training partner, but, um, yeah, man. So yeah, I guess I could definitely say I have a training partner now. Yes.
0: So have Not, you burned no. through lots of training partners? Like most guys, like most of us, we've had plenty of partners come and go because they think they can do it until they realize how hard we work. Oc, I'm sure you've burned up plenty of partners too. Got, yeah, I
2: have, yeah, I feel like sometimes when you didn't need that extra motivation, just training with somebody definitely helps you get through the workout a lot better than training by yourself. Yeah. I'm in the gym by myself and I'll have like no motivation, you know, but you seeing somebody do the same way to try to do something, one-up you a little bit, kind
0: of inspire you to you know, just keep going harder and stuff like that. So I'm always a fan of having a training partner. Yeah. Did you, did you burn up a lot of training partners? Like when I was, when I pretty much through my whole different, uh, all of my different the stuff I've done with weight training, No matter what I was doing, I would always have people that want to come train, but they would never last more than a few months because, you know, it's real easy to kick ass for a few months, but when everything hurts and, you know, there's always that the honeymoon phase is gone, (laughs) you know, I I always uh, get uh, people that want to train back and chest and shoulders with me. But when it comes to legs, it's very hard to find a training partner. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Craig, what about you, brother? You have certain body parts that people are not going to train with you. Honestly, man, um, going back to what you said, dude. I I honestly I always really trained
1: by myself, dude. Um up mm-hmm. until up until like the last six months. Um I was always training by myself because no one could keep up with me. You're right. Like leg day, chest day, whatever. Um yeah. uh, they'd be like, dude, I want to get huge, and then they start training, like they pussy out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you you know, yeah, up until six months ago, I, I was pretty much trained by myself for a very long time. Listen, man,
2: you put four or five on a bar and you do 20 reps. How many guys are going to be motivated to keep training with you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, when you, when you're really in your training too, like I've a few different times, I've had people that have joined my training even whether it be weight training or even like, like I used to run hills, you know, different parts of my, of my training. And uh, you know, I've, I've had multiple people that have like tried to hang and like literally pass out or I had one guy he just disappeared he, he popped up a, a week or so later I think he, he had a, like a mild heart attack or a mild stroke I can't remember which and I actually felt kind of bad I was like listen I'm not wasn't telling you to do anything you're just trying to hang in here but <clears throat> at the same time we're in there doing what we got to do and if someone wants to to tag along and, and they think they could do it you know what, what's going to happen you know it's there's a certain level of responsibility people got to take for themselves when they're trying to do what we do. You know what I mean? True. But yeah, no, training is uh, training is one of those things. It's, I mean, for Craig, for me, a good training session is like a fucking big dose of Prozac. The rest of my I could wreck my fucking car. It doesn't make a difference. Are you that same way, brother? Absolutely. <laughs> That's so funny. Oc. <laughs> As long, as long as you get the work done, huh? As you get that work done. It's, it's, there, there's actually proven studies that when you really, really dig and when you're working really hard, your brain is releasing different endorphins and different shit. And it, it totally, for for me, after my workout, I'm, I'm going to have a good day. It's just the way it works. As long as I get my work in, it, it's literally like I always make the joke. It's like my Prozac. And I don't know how I would live my life. Without my daily dose, you know, Craig, do you get that same thing? Does it kind of keep you mellowed out? <clears throat> when um when do you guys train? Um, after what meal?
1: Meal number one, meal number two, meal number three. When do you guys t- technically train um during the day? I'm kind of curious. I'm a, I a midday guy.
2: I'm going towards the ending of the day. So I'll try to get like at least like three meals in first before I try training.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: I'm the cool. same way, it's just, I'm up if, I'm up real early. <clears throat> I'm one of those guys, I like to get up when, I mean, I have a fucking five o'clock. I've texted you like five o'clock before, Craig. But bottom probably,
1: line, because- I, I, I would've been would bet anywhere between like three and four, usually.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. see, I, I got that five o'clock in the morning, I'm up early, I'm fucking getting my shit done. Nobody, No one's around to fuck with me. That's sort of my successful time. So I'm still getting, I'm kind of the same, you know, Awk, you're trained later in the day. Craig, you're getting your three meals in. I'm about three, three, four meals in deep, too. When I train, it's just the, the timetable is a little different.
2: I, I know a lot of people that like training in the morning, like, morning, like right after their first meal. They they tend to think that, they, you know, it's more productive. They burn more calories. They, you know, they get in shape easier that way. I'm more of a person that I have to get at least three meals in because I don't feel like I'm strong early in the morning. Towards the end of the day, I feel like a lot stronger.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> There's that period of your day where you feel like you have get your peak optimal yeah. physical performance. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah it, it's it's really nice to go into the gym when you're feeling your best versus like we've all had to train late at night or early in the morning just because we had to. And you muscle through those. But those are not the those are not the sessions that we live for. You know yeah. what I mean? Unfortunately, those are the time when the gym is usually most packed
2: if you decide to train later on in the day.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the things that I've been. I goddamn training in the gym with a lot of people. That's something I've avoided like the plague from the jump. You know, yeah. it's too many people. If I gotta wait for something, that doesn't fucking work for me. You know, <laughs> my time is too fucking valuable, man. I built a fucking sick little gym right here on the premises. I have a, mo- a few other gyms I'll go, to, but I'm always seeking the, the 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 gym or the place or the time where there's nobody around you know so what, what about but, you Craig? you uh
2: you are i mean in terms of uh how packed the gym is does it bother you or
1: you don't really care i like it packed Um but, i'll tell you why it's really weird
0: i love it brother i love the honesty yes yeah yeah so
1: guys when you hit a weight of like 360 pounds let me i'm gonna be honest with you you're sluggish you're um tired um, it's a lot of weight to carry around, man. You try to become used to it, but sometimes it doesn't work that way, you know. Yeah. Um, so when I get to the gym, I need movement. I need I need people being like, you know, you, how many more do you have left? Or you know, like move, like body's moving. Yeah. You know, I, I need the energy flow because my yeah. energy is really low. So I need yeah. like if I go into an empty gym, I'll I'll be sitting on my phone like, oh shit, it's been five minutes. I better do a set. You know, like I need the movement. You know, having a training partner now, um, that helps. But you know, sometimes, sometimes this motherfucker will be doing the same thing. I'm like, bro, you're up. Let's go get off the Instagram.
0: You know? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, dude, that's uh, that's one of my fucking pet peeves, man. If someone wants to train with me, you fucking pull your phone out of your pocket. You get the fuck out of here. You know? <laughs> you're fucking. We're training right now. <clears throat> tra- you know, you want to fucking go on Instagram? Go to the fucking bathroom. Sit on the fucking toilet and, and watch Instagram. We're going to kick ass, and you're not fucking kicking ass surfing the fucking web. You know, there's there's nothing that's, I mean, you get in your zone, and then you fucking go to your phone. You're immediately out of your zone. Maybe I'm just too old school, but I've had training partners, and I told them, uh, I, I, I I think, I, think you're I, too old school. Because this new generation, when they train, they have to take a selfie every second. Dude, I'm telling you, I've had training partners that were, that were younger. I've had a couple of younger guys that I love the younger guys that are hungry because they fucking work hard, you know, and that inspires the shit out of me. But I swear to God, I told one of them, I said, Lynn, I swear to Christ, you pull that fucking phone out one more time. You cannot train with me anymore. And this is when I had my own gym and we were going in when no one was there. It was just the two of us. But put that fucking phone away. What is wrong with you? God damn it. But you're totally correct, Doc. It's the newer fucking generation, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, if it was one thing, if someone's picking up their phone because they're, you know, they are dealing with some business or, or a sick family member, that's fine. But Jesus Christ, I mean, let's remember what we're here for, you know.
2: <laughs> but I mean, going back to what Craig said about the movement stuff, I, I, I tend to feel that way sometimes. Having a gym that's actually really packed definitely gives you some motivation. Because, you sometimes. know, I'm up to you and asking, you, you know, how many more sets you have left. Kind of mix your speed, and speed up the workout a little bit. You
0: know. Yeah, <clears throat> I can see that. I mean, I think if I ever end up at a place where I'm in a, I'm in more of a, uh, a, a, more people in the environment. I think at that point, I find, I find it for me personally, I find it actually more helpful to motivate people around me because that's 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 a big part of what I do now is just trying to help people realize that yes, they can. just got to fucking stop being afraid you can't and give it a fucking crack you know so that that whole thing of being around people always turns into me kind of you know giving some of myself a way to motivate which i'm don't complain about but when it's just time for me to go train i know craig and i we talked about getting together for a training session um so i'm sure we'll be going into a packed. we'll be be going to train where he is so we'll be going into a, a packed house is that right craig um not necessarily, man. Um, if we yeah. go, well, see,
1: I wake up a lot later than you, man. So you'll probably be like, <laughs> you'll be like, you'll be like two or three meals in and I'll be one meal in. But, um, you know, usually around one 30, if I do that, that to me is like one meal in. And, um, you know, it's usually a little chill, you know, it's not crazy. If you go yeah, at dude. six, now it's packed. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I, I didn't, I didn't tell you guys, you know, um, when I go to the gym, I, you guys told me you went like three meals in, I mm-hmm. go, it, it differs. It could be one or two meals in. It's always mm-hmm. different. Um, yeah. all depends on what I got going on at night, you know? So if I have plans at night, I'll go early at one thirty with one meal in, um, yeah. I'll go at five with two meals in, you know? So, um, if, if I have just a relaxing night, so, but I do prefer, to get more meals in, I have a better workout, a better pump, yeah. more energy. So I do agree with that 100. You know, but yeah. also sometimes it's nice to get out of the way. You know, and then you come home, you lay down, you're just like set, You know, yeah. just, <laughs> <laughs> just
2: feel like feel like your day is over. Yeah. <laughs> so going the
0: into these <laughs> gyms that are packed all the time, tell me about some of that because every once in a while I'll see you on your Instagram you'll film somebody doing some really stupid shit. Like, just recently, you filmed some chick trying to take an ass picture of herself. And yep. you, were narr- you were narrating it. It was fucking funny as hell. So, so, that's it- called, so that's called,
1: there's all kinds of different stuff. So that's called the get that selfie, boo, yeah, you know what to do. <laughs> he's got so- this shit labeled, Doc. I yeah. love it, dude. He's, oh. he's got- <laughs> yeah. So When I see a girl trying to get that selfie and angle that ass, I'll be like, get that <laughs> boo, yeah, you know what to do. You know, and, uh, you know, I'll record them. And, um, you know, sometimes I'll do the love is in the air. I don't know if you Mm -hmm. saw those, like where I find people like going at it. I'm just like love is in the air, you know,
0: so I got a different shit. You always see, there's always some chick trying to make her ass look big and round. You know, that's that's every chick wants the big and round ass. They're looking for the right lighting, the right angle. And then they got big fucking Craig Goliath catching them on his fucking story, narrating as they go. It's It's fun, fun, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I will find you. So tell us about the funniest one of these things Of, of all the things you got. You have all these different things that you narrate, you label, you sing to them. It's fucking great. Tell us about the fucking most off the wall, crazy, one of these situations that you can remember. So
1: back in 2018 and 19, that's when I kind of did the comedy a little more hardcore than I do now. Now I'm getting older. I'm chilling out. It's more just simple things like the drive throughs Like when I go through Starbucks or something, I'm like, um, Hey, uh, what's up? Uh, What do you recommend? That's going to get me huge. You know, they're like, "Um, excuse me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, What, what drink, you know, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to bulk up, you know, they're like, uh, you know, so people like that shit. But back in the day, I used to go a little more hardcore with the pranks and um, I used to go to Walmart and I would take little tiny bottles of water and I would throw them in people's carts when they weren't looking and I'd record it from a distance and I'd always make it like swoosh. Like I have a really good aim, so I would just be like nailing these. I call it the flow throw, and um, I I mean, dude,
0: you're throwing a fucking bottle of water into their cart from a distance, (laughs) (laughs) like 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 a shot, like like a shot, you know, like like shot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I mean, dude, I did it as a joke once, and people were like dying laughing. They're like, you got to post that more. So I just started doing it more. And uh, they still want it to this day, but I'm just like, you know what, man, 37, you know, like.
0: Dude, listen not- to this, though. It- listen to this. This is the best part. So some fucking guy is in the security room watching all this shit on the camera, and he's just praying to fucking God that you don't do something enough, or he has to go and ask you to leave the fucking store. Can you ima- How would you imagine if you're a security guard sitting in a room looking at a camera watching this big son of a bitch throw shit at other people's cars thinking you might have to escort him out. Are you shitting in your pants or what?
1: You know what's funniest? I never even thought about that. You're, <laughs> at, oh, yeah. you're right. There's like cameras and shit. And I'm sitting oh, there. Yeah. Doing-
0: oh yeah. There's some rent-a-cop that's thinking to himself, oh, please, please let this not turn into a problem.
1: <laughs> I never thought about that. That's crazy. Yeah. They can see all that shit on cameras.
0: Why is this guy throwing
1: waters, bottles of water in people's
0: cars? <laughs> So you oh. throw the bottle of water in the cart, and what are the people doing? Because I don't, I don't remember seeing these videos.
1: Yeah, because they're from a while ago. I don't necessarily do them anymore. You can see some of the, some of them in my highlights. Go on my Instagram. You can see in the highlights I post. T-
0: so what you throw this in there, the person sees this small bottle of water going. And what are they doing? Are they looking they around. Look. Do they see it's
1: you. Yeah, they look. Okay. I'm already, like as soon as, okay. it, as soon as it hits the cart, I'm out. You because know, because
0: I'm, th- I'm picturing, I'm picturing, you know. You throw that in there. They see it. They turn around and you go, stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm out. Once it hits, I'm out. Okay, like I'm, good. So, so yeah. you're not just scaring the daylight set of these poor folks. That's good. Yeah. You're just having fun. Okay, beautiful.
2: <laughs> he walks away right out <laughs> <laughs> They're probably looking at their car like, where the hell is the water come
1: from? Yeah. Uh, They're like, what the? F-?
0: Yeah. Well, brother, check this out. Here's, uh, everybody has that thing that kind of got their journey started. You know, like for me, I saw the, I saw the fucking movie Conan the Barbarian. The first time I saw Arnold, something switched in me. Was there some sort of a switch? Was there a light switch that just got, boom, something happened and you were forever changed? Probably pumping iron. Really? Yeah. When I saw Arnold, I was just like, that's
1: a human being. Like, you can look like that. Yeah. Like, what is, what is this? You know? Um, and I think that's what really motivated me, you know, to want to like start getting more serious with bodybuilding and not just like look lean and cute. You know, I wanted to become a monster, you know?
0: And at that point you like, okay, I, want <clears throat> to be the, the biggest fucking guy on the planet. Little did you know, a decade later you would be. <laughs> Is, Generation- that, literally, is Gen- that literally what happened? You saw it, you're like, that's, it just was like the, the fire was lit and you just took off and that was it? No, no, no. I'll, I, what made me want to be the biggest
1: dude was when Generation Iron in 2016, I told you the story on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they they did a video on, like, the biggest monsters and, like, they're like, I, they, you know, there was Piana and Big Rami and Morgan, like, all these monsters and, um, they claim me as the biggest freak, and, I, and when I saw that, I was never trying to be like a freak. I was just three twenty chilling, you know, like
0: just okay.
1: keeping the gate. Not a
0: freak, just three twenty chilling.
1: <laughs> yeah, chilling. N- not a lot of shit, you know. Um, not a lot of food. Just chilling. And um, when I saw that, you know, I was like, okay, let's take it to another level and see. Like, let's actually try to get huge, mm-hmm. you know, and not just chill. And yeah. um, that's when I went for like 350, 360, I just kept on growing and growing and growing, man. And then, you know, Louis Marco, do you remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't he started talking. He was like the first guy to actually start putting me out there on YouTube and, um, you know, have my back when people were like, Oh, he's all synth and all this negative shit. And I'm um, and like, No, he's like, No, I don't think he is. I think he just uses good angles and he's really wide and I think he has a, a small waist and like all this good stuff. So when he started promoting me more, you know, um, he was like, let's do podcasts. And I was like, sure. You know, even though I didn't want to, cause I'll shy back then I was like, let's do it. And, you know, he actually helped build up my following in the very beginning, you know? So I, I you know, I have a lot to actually thank for him. You know, he's not around anymore. At least I don't think so, but he was actually really popular at one point. And then Dave Palumbo, Brought me on RX Muscle, and you know, he said the same thing the biggest freak I've ever seen. I'm just like, Whoa, this is like, it's really cool hearing it from people like this, you know, like not just some like normal dude, you know. Dave Palumbo, he's seen everything, you know, he's been around forever. So when he said that on our show, like you're the one of the biggest freaks I've ever seen, I was just like mind blown. I I was just more, I kept on getting more motivation and more motivation and more motivation just by hearing that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) You know, on that level too, brother, you know, obviously you get all these people who make all these fucking crazy statements and like Louie came to your rescue saying, no, I don't think he sent all yada, yada. You know, let's, let's, let's kind of help people understand, you know, so many people look at big guys and just think that it just think it's all PEDs and just think that it's all gear. And it's think that it's, it, it's, you're a classic Testament, you know, you've got some killer genetics, you know, your your diet, you stay on your diet, but it's not over the top. But you're also, I know when it comes to PEDs, that's not been a huge part of your thing. It's been the consistency, you know. And for all these people out there that thinking that, you know, that they just got to go and, and do a bunch of fucking stupid shit to get big, you know, you're a classic testament to that. That's not been your thing. And I've always respected you for that, you know? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I've
1: never been muscle
0: be insulin or growth. That's you know, what I mean. That's what I mean. It, it's it's and, and, good to hear right from your mouth. Tell it, explain to people, you know, because it's different when you hear it from somebody, you know, it's not me saying about you. It's you saying yourself, look, it's it's been, you've been doing this over time. You've been consistent. You know, you're doing this, you're doing that. Everybody thinks it's this magic button they can push with PEDs and it's not that way. So please share
1: yeah, man. Um,
0: you know, I've always just been
1: a bigger believer and, you know, um, the basics, you know, the basic stuff, you know, there's all this new shit out and I'm not dogging it. I just never really tried it because I never felt like I needed to because I know it works for me, you know, and it's the basics, the basic shit. So, um, and, uh, you know, um, but, you know, everyone's different, man. You know, there might be someone out there. They need that new shit. They need the HGH and slim. They, You know what I mean? So, Um, why would I need to do that if I'm already 360, you know, like you said, pretty lean, like why would, unless I'm trying to get to
0: 400, which I don't ever want to do, you know, what would be the, you know, but I mean, keep in mind, you know, if you, you know, you take what you're saying, but the, the baseline of this has been the consistency, you know, this stuff doesn't make you, whether you're doing a lot or a little without what you do over the length of time, none of this happens, you know, and there's so many people out there that, that go about, the whole idea of using a PD very irresponsibly. And that's something that, you know, for the most part, those are the people that just do not understand, you know, all three, all three of us right here, right
1: now, all three of us, we're, we're, we're mass monsters. We all know that it takes the training and the food is the most important part. Everybody thinks it's all fucking gear. Like that's all it is, man. I'm going to take a shitload of tests and DECA and I'm going to be, but I'm going to eat two meals a day. I'm going to train like a bitch. It doesn't work that way, man. You got you to gotta go in the gym and you got to give it your all. Dude. You got to be walking out in pain and you got to force yes. these meals. You know? And if you don't do that, you know, the gear is shit, you exactly. know. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And for somebody like you, <clears throat> who's literally known as one of the biggest fucking bodybuilders on the planet, for people to hear you explain that, I think it's going to be really helpful because one of the things that really fucking... It really bothers me is there's this new generation coming through that is so misinformed, you know, and you see a lot of people making real poor decisions based upon their lack of knowledge because they don't know what they should know. And for you're a classic example of that. I mean, you're one of these guys who, you know, you don't use synth all what you've been accused of. It's great that fucking Louis came to your, I mean, the people that accuse this shit, they're the people that don't know, you know, the, the synth all things. What do you see? Those guys, these fuckers, uh, I mean, they, they have these body parts that just looks like there's a fucking cantaloupe slit underneath their fucking uh, under their skin. And it's the same whether they're flexing or not. That's synthol, for Christ's sake. You know, what do you I mean, share a little of your thoughts here, too, brother. Aren't you it's it's you think it's important that people understand that this is not just some chemistry experiment? I mean, yeah, definitely. I,
2: I think, like you said, with this new generation right now, Everybody wants the, the physique. Everybody wants to look, but they're not willing to work for it. Yeah. You know, I see you at the gym all the time, you know, and like you say, it goes with the the saying of, you know, everybody like they see your achievement, but they don't see what you do behind closed doors. Yes. Know? Yes. And and with social media and everything like that, mm. you know, they see the photos and everything like that, but they don't understand the amount of work that goes into that physique, you know, yeah. totally. like, like Craig just pointed out, you know, he was doing four or five or 20 reps. You know, they don't understand. That's what it takes to get a chest like that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, they, yeah. don't understand. they think they could just go and put a plate on, on a hammer strength machine and bang on a few reps. And they don't understand that it takes a lot of work to get that kind yeah. of physique, you yeah. know? And unless, you know, you're willing to do that work, you're never going to achieve it. And you're going to yeah. think, you know, somebody's doing a bunch of growth or somebody, somebody's doing a bunch of insulin and all
0: this other stuff to get that physique. But it's, it's not really true. It's a lot of hard work and it's a lot of consistency, you know? Exactly, yeah. And I think, you know, for you know, for it, I I believe that it's, it's guys like us, the three of us that it's, it's part of our duty to help this younger generation realize that they're just terribly misinformed, you know? And, you know, if they want to get big, I mean, and we're talking, we got the biggest man on the planet here with us for him to testify that it's, it's the consistency it's the diet. This is, this is what that generation needs to hear. So good shit, Craig. I appreciate you sharing that, but, uh, know well we're gonna shift gears this is the part of the show Our, our show is legends of iron well then we go into this fun part where it's legend has it all right so craig what that means is you've heard plenty of legends about you that are just embellished we've all heard them you know like i've heard stories about you that i know aren't true but i just let them go because i've you know let your legend grow So the question is, what are some of the craziest legends that you've heard about yourself? (laughs) Crazy stories I've heard about myself? Yes, exactly. That that you know are not true, but it's just kind of funny how the fuck it just loops back to yourself. Like, I've heard stuff about you that your arms are 29 inches and that, you know, your waist is 20. You know, your arms and your waist are the same and you're 375. I mean, granted, you're, you're fucking crazy big, but this is what happens. That legendary thing just... You know what? It just spools so big and so fast. So have you heard some crazy things about yourself that, that make you laugh?
1: Whew. Um, crazy stories that
0: I've heard about myself. Yourself. Yes. I know that's kind of a tough one. I could share a lot that I've heard about you. A lot of times I don't lead back to you. But
1: <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm on a podcast okay? real quick.
0: Um, I don't even put you on the spot, brother. I can give you a bunch that I've heard about you. you yeah.
1: Know? I mean, I, 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 I've heard like, do you mean like
0: just like shit talking? Well, I mean, it can be all the above, you know, what I mean, yeah. because when, when you're a person like yourself or any of us, we're in the spotlight enough that people talk. And usually when you tell it, someone tells a story and over time, the story continues to grow. And by the time it wraps back around, it's got the, it's got the, the root of the truth <laughs> but it's so much bigger than the original. You know what I mean? Um <sighs> stories I've
1: heard about me. I'd have to really I'd have, I'd have to really think. Um I mean, I just heard like, you know, people think I use crazy amounts of shit. Um yes. and I like what they wrote, like, oh, this dude's taking this. I'm like, whoa, like, dude, that sounds like a death, you know. Yes. Um, I've heard synthol a lot, never touched it um what else have i heard that's uh, um
0: and keep in mind brother <clears throat> you're obviously you're probably seeing a lot of the stuff that you read on social media i'll tell i'll you tell know?
2: you one of the biggest one i ever heard about craig is uh, that he photoshop his photos
0: <laughs> yeah uh, there, there's a yeah, perfect example. You know, because people look at you mm-hmm. and they can't believe what they're seeing. Like that off. fucking like the picture that Ock pointed out in the beginning yeah. of you sitting on the train. Most I, people, that got, that's that fucking picture is created so many legendary stories. It's unbelievable. I have a gr- I have a great story
1: about the Photoshop. This is this is unbelievable to me. This is how crazy people have gotten. This is how. Mm-hmm. This is how crazy people want to see me go down sometimes. So this guy, he actually follows me on Instagram too. He did a YouTube video on me saying, look at Craig, look at Craig. He is Photoshopped. Look at him. So there's a video of me. um, I'm in the background. You know, that monstrous dude, Um, he he just competed many, many, many times. He lives here in Vegas. I can't pronounce his name. I want to say like Mo something. son. Yeah. 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 So I'm in the background of one of his videos and like, I'm looking like my, I'm looking, I guess a little off. I, Mm -hmm. I think I still look, I mean, to me, I saw it. I still look big. I don't know, but they took a screenshot of that. And then another time I'm in the gym on my phone and they have a screenshot of me, like on my phone with my right arm, you know, like, so like, so it's from the right and I'm chilling on my phone like this. So they're taking it from the right side to hit my right arm that's injured and i once again i still look massive as shit but my right arm looks a little smaller compared to my pictures so they posted these pictures like look he's fake i'm like if you guys knew if you only knew i've been going through an injury on my right arm the last year you would and you see on my instagram i'm posting old pictures you don't nothing's new you know, and that's was my back. I'll post shits, shots of my back all day long because my back's still huge. I mean, yeah. look, it was sad, you know. But um, <laughs> but um, this dude is so mad at my career. He had to be like, look, he is fake. Look, look how like he just looked like his pictures. It's like, motherfucker, I've been injured a year. My right arm is my whole tricep and forearm is just desized.
0: I'm on oh. lower gear. Brother, I'm, think about I'm this. Killing. Think think about this. Like Ox said in the beginning, he saw that picture of you. And he's like, that's what I want to do, right? Well, people yeah. all over the fucking globe have that same response. Some of them, they embrace the fact that you're this fucking man. Other guys, unfortunately, they get pissed off and jealous. It's this- so- <laughs> He's <laughs> yeah. bad. And then, you know, it, it gets worse. He starts
1: posting videos of me where I look fucking super huge. Now, I'm like, didn't that just kind of answer your question? that I am real you just posted pictures of me flexing looking bigger than my pictures so yeah. that's what kind of confused me but then again it's in a different language so I don't know what he's talking about it's all in my, like, <laughs> wrong, 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 like I don't know what he's saying so but I'm just like laughing watching the video because it's like you're that mad you had to do a video on me like like if you knew I was injured and I've been taking a break like like let me ask you this man like it, like bodybuilders can't take breaks like do i always have to walk around 360 pounds of muscle like do yeah. you think yeah, yeah. that's healthy <laughs> you don't think like i need to chill yeah. sometimes and take breaks like and then people want to come at me like look he's not that huge it's like dude i have dropped 30 pounds for a couple months leave me alone like yeah. you no know, like let me breathe like let me be healthy like isn't this what the world wants yeah yeah and, th- and yeah. then they come back at you like oh look he is smaller like look he doesn't like, and that's why I had to wear a fucking hoodie at Olympia, because no, so of this fucking reason. <laughs>
2: you, 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 you definitely, there's no Photoshop. I've seen you in person. You're the real deal. And like you said, man, if you got to take a break, who gives a fuck what they think, man? You're the real deal. Everybody, you know, people that are close to you, people that know who you are, they can attest to that. You're definitely the real deal, bro. So you're, you're definitely, you're injured, you deserve a break man you ain't got to prove anything to anybody else man
1: and i gotta say i gotta say too as of competing um people that are competing you're one of my favorite bodybuilders so coming from you bro seriously like made my day, man because right now in the bodybuilding world i don't really follow a lot of people man but you dude you're like the last mass monsters with the small weights you you know so i really appreciate that man thank you so much dude you're welcome bro
0: well, just to, to kind of, as we start to wrap things up here, brother, I got to tell you from the standpoint of, you may not hear a lot of legendary stories about yourself. Cause sounds like a, most of the negative shit is getting back to you there. You, you are a living legend and the legend of Craig Goliath and being out angled is alive and well people. I mean, it's like, you're that, you're, you're that guy that that's, that most people don't think, is actually real until they see you in person. So, you, you, just so you know, I've clearly you've heard a lot of the negative shit that wraps around, but I've heard a lot of positive shit. And the negative shit that I hear, I, I always dust off real quick and straight somebody up. But the bottom line is, brother, you know, you are a living legend. You are one of the biggest. I mean, literally, I feel like a little bitch standing next to you, and I don't say that to many people. And uh, it's been great to have you on the show. Oct, you got anything else you want to ask Craig before we bust out of here?
2: Just, you know, just, you know, take care of yourself. And uh, hopefully that injury heals up really quick and you're back to crushing
0: weights and lifting heavy-ass poundage, you know?
1: Thank you guys so much, man. Seriously, man, uh, we really got to do this again, for sure. We're
0: definitely going to have you back on for sure, brother. And when we have you back on, I'm sure after everybody sees this one, They're going to want to know much more about uh, how to manage two females in their life. So you're going to have to share a little more information about that. You know, keep in mind, let's just recap here. This is 350 pounds Craig Goliath with abs living in a 5,000 square foot crib. And he's got a girlfriend that's got a girlfriend. He's got two ladies. He's big, he's bad. He's massive. He's legendary. Everyone Craig Goliath thank you very much for coming on the show my brother
1: thank you so much guys really appreciate it
0: we'll do it again yeah. sometime. tune you got it yeah. we'll see you again everyone next time next time legends of iron legend has it we're going to always have a lot of fun share some killer information but most important we are going to motivate you to become the best version of yourself see you next time everyone Legends of Iron is brought to you by MuscleMeds, the creator of Carnivore. Carnivore is the most powerful beef protein on the planet.